Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos Learning, the shir where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're in season four with the help of the wonderful commentary of Rabbeinu Yona. We're looking at chapter four, Mishnah 14, looking at Dalid Yudalid. A couple of shorter Mishnahs than the other ones, but still wonderful, amazing Mishnayot. And this is the very, very famous phrase very, very famous question throughout the ages, throughout the years, throughout history. Why do the righteous suffer and the wicked prosper? Why do good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people? But otherwise written as Rabbi Yanai Omer, Rabbi Yanai says, It is not in our hands to understand the tranquility of the wicked or to understand the suffering of the righteous. You know, even Moshe Rabbeinu, the great Moshe, the greatest prophet of all time, couldn't understand it. He asked Hashem, let me see your ways. And the commentators explain, the sages explain, he wanted to know why the righteous suffer, why the wicked prosper. And Hashem said, even you, Moshe, you can understand it. You can only see the back of me, the back of my of myself, whatever that means, the knot of the tefillin, they say. Hashem hid him in the cave and covered him with his hand. Of course, Hashem has no human qualities. And Hashem said, you can't really understand this. I can only give you a small glimpse, but you're never going to really fully understand it. And many times we don't really understand it, and it's hard to understand it. And Perkevus here, Rabban explains, we can't understand it. It's not in our hands to understand it. It's not in our ability. It's not in our capability. It's not in our mindset to understand it. The only thing that we could feel a little bit of of solace to know is that after 120 years, they're going to get what's due to them. You know, even if the wicked prosper here in the Elam Haba, they're not going to have that. They're going to probably go be in Gehenim, whatever Gehenim may be, whether it be physical or emotional. We don't really know what it means. Of course, the Nefesh is not a physical thing. So after 120, it's not a physical existence anyway. But the right, the righteous, you know, will have much wonder, much reward in the next world. And some people say that maybe righteous people have to suffer here, and then they'll have even a better Olam Haba. Of course, it's not really an excuse. It's not really a solution. We don't need to have an excuse for whatever Hashem decides to do anyway, but sometimes we don't know the reason, and that's okay. Sometimes we don't know things, and that's okay. We're allowed to, we're allowed to be upset at Hashem. We're allowed to be angry at Hashem. We can't doubt Him, and we can't... You know, we can't put our own things on him and, and we can't run away from Hashem, but we can have a conversation with Hashem. We're supposed to have a relationship with Hashem, just like your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your spouse, relationship with others. You could be upset at that person, you could be mad at that person, but you're not going to stop having the relationship, God forbid. So with Hashem, it's a give and a take, you know. You do what you can and then you, you talk to Hashem, you hope that He's listening and that and that that he gives back of course Hashem gives everything of every single day every second of every single day we don't expect things we can't take things for granted but we could talk to Hashem we could explain our feelings to Hashem we could tell him how we're feeling how we're upset how we're angry or how we're mad or upset and we could say how we feel frustrated how we don't feel like it's fair even though it's not our place to judge what really is fair or not because Hashem knows what's best for us and Hashem does what's best for us at Kol everything is for the best 
But sometimes it doesn't seem like it makes sense to us, and that's okay. We can't really always understand everything in life, everything in the world around us, but sometimes we just have to make do. We just have to get up and continue every day, put one foot in front of the other, keep going about our days every single day, little by little, day by day, to do what we can. We might not understand what's going on in the world. We might not understand why the the, the righteous are not doing so well. You know, even if we're being on these, a lot of times we might be struggling, we have a lot of debt, or it's hard for our, our projects to take light, it's hard for ideas to take foot, and it's hard to, to, to get out there and make a difference, while so many other people, not so good people, get so much fame and get so much fortune and goodwill. You know, you think of these crazy people who are not good role models and doing crazy things in society, they get paid so much and they're so popular and so famous... Why is it when the rest of us are just struggling to do what we can to do good every day? We can't explain it. We don't know why. It's not in our hands to do so. We just have to understand it's all in Hashem's hands. And in the end of the day, Hashem will take care of everything. Everyone will get exactly what what is needed to be gotten. Hashem will make sure that there's an accounting for everyone. Just like Hashem makes sure if someone, God forbid, kills by accident in the times of, 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 of the Ari Miklan, and and the the person didn't have witnesses. Hashem will arrange it that there will be witnesses, and someone who's deserving of death will be will will have it coming to him, and someone who's deserving of going to exile. Hashem will arrange it that a guy might fall off a ladder while people are watching, and then he can run to the city. Hashem will arrange everything, and Hashem will work everything out. In the end, Hashem takes care of everything. We don't know why bad things happen. We don't know why certain things happen. It might seem very difficult, very sad, very tragic to us, but Hashem knows exactly what He's doing. Let's see what Rabbi Yonah says. It's not in our hands. The righteous do not have the peace, security, wealth, and other worldly provisions that the wicked enjoy in this world. The suffering of the righteous? This refers to the suffering inflicted out of God's love endured by the righteous, which does not take them away from learning Torah, pointed out by Brachos. Others explain that we cannot understand the tranquility of the wicked because although it is in accordance with divine justice that the wicked have it good and the righteous have it bad, which is a phrase from Brachos also, we in any case are incapable of comprehending it. It is one of those truths that are that the human intellect cannot fathom. This is what Yirmiyahu said, You are righteous, God, though I may express a grievance to you, but I will... Speak with you of judgments. Why does the path of the wicked prosper, and why are all the betrayers tranquil? That comes from Yirmiyahu. Concerning this, the mission says, We do not understand the tranquility of the wicked. We know that in truth there is a reason for it, but we cannot understand it. The best we could do is just to go about our days, live our days every day as much as we can, doing the mitzvahs, doing the chesed, doing the Torah learning as much as we can, involving ourselves in goodness every day, and hopefully Hashem will make it work out that everyone gets the way and gets what's really meant for them in all of their days. Join us next time as we talk about being the first to greet other people here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.